It's the Morgan Evans More or Less Pickleball podcast coming at you in three, two, one, boom. Today I have the great pleasure to talk to a couple of friends of mine. Two players seemingly sponsored by Dairy Queen, but actually sponsored by Selkirk. Along the way to a whole bunch of titles, this sibling duo have captured the hearts of pickleball fans around the globe. I'm joined now with Riley Newman and Lindsay Newman-Adams. How you doing, you two? Good, good. Great. We'll trying start to, crazy yeah, over trying here. Trying to survive. But... Trying to survive, yeah. Who, who's more likely to uh, to bring out the kitchen knife at this point? Ooh, I feel like I'm probably the more feisty one out of the two of us. So probably me, Riley, you know, grew up with five sisters. So he, he has probably more patience than any guy I know. So that would be me with the kitchen knife for sure. Just a little game of hide and go seek, just like we were little. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know all her, all her uh, general hiding areas where she's likely to (laughs) try to run away? (laughs) I know all the uh, all the exact hiding spots since we were age like three. You know, <laughs> now it's just uh, moving into different houses. But no, it's you know, honestly, in this time, it's been tricky. You know, trying to fill all the hours of the day. But um, we're just trying to stay positive, have a, a positive mindset, and I know we'll we'll get through this all together. Yeah. So just kind of push through. That's a good attitude. Have you two been able to um, practice a little bit? Yeah, I think it's fair fair enough if you've got uh, someone that close and someone who you're going to be quarantining with more often than not i don't think it's too much of a danger for you two to go out and drill yeah luckily we're fortunate we have some friends now in arizona who have some uh, pickleball courts in their backyards so we're able to kind of uh get out there and and uh play a little bit and you know we can't sit around for three weeks without playing pickleball now so that's impossible no no one no one can so not not really going to the public parks but more just uh going to people's backyards and playing at their courts so luckily to have some good friends in Arizona. It's fair to say that you two, when you're on the court together, are pretty much in sync. Do, do you ever get like a sense watching other teams who, you know, there's a lot of teams out there that play together almost exclusively, but no one, no one generally has the same kind of rhythm together that I've seen that you two. Is that something you actually noticed? Or is it just like, no, we just focus on us. Everyone else can do their own thing. Yeah, I don't think, I mean, I think we're kind of just, in terms of that aspect, I think we're kind of just so focused on, you know, our core positioning and movement and, you know, kind of what we need to do to, you know, be as successful as we can and win as many matches as we can. Um, so I don't think we're necessarily looking at other teams, uh, you know, like their movement or their jiving together sort of thing. We're more looking at, you know, the open court and, you know, their strengths and weaknesses, you know, that sort of thing. But in terms of like kind of good partnerships or who works well or who doesn't, that's not something really super high on the list for us. I don't think. Riley, what do you think, man? I think it is one of our strengths, you know, growing up playing, you know, tennis and all these sports together, we kind of know where each other is going to be at on the court, which is super helpful. Um, And now just going on probably year number two of pickleball. Now we kind of really can iron out, okay, am I going to take this shot? Is Lindsay going to take it now? We know we know exactly what we're going to do before the other person hits it. A huge leg up on our competition where just kind of growing up together. And now we're just 
super comfortable with one another on the court. That's fantastic. Yeah, it, it does seem like it, what you said is is true. You're always kind of one step ahead. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So you two played tennis together. You were a mixed doubles team. Uh, yeah, I mean, we were mostly battling like on opposite sides of the court. We were both pretty decent singles players. You know, we both gravitated towards singles just because you know all the glory was on us or all the all the losses were on us, and we really liked that. So because we grew up on a really small island. And we didn't have a, a big tennis club or even that big of like a tennis community. Our biggest and best competitions were each other. So we would play for hours against each other. And very, very oftentimes it would get so heated and so bad that sometimes rackets were thrown. I won't say who, Riley. Mom and dad as line judges on both sides of the net. It was more intense than you you would probably imagine, <laughs> even at, you know, 9, 10, 11. 12 years old, but I think we've always kind of said that if we didn't have each other, we probably wouldn't be, um, you know, the, the athletes that we kind of are today. And I think deep down, we're pretty thankful for those, uh, long battles and, and, you know, not talking on the car ride home because, you know, it made us that much better. That's uh, so you said you grew up on a small Island. I grew up on an Island as well. Um, but mine, mine's probably a little big. I mean, I bet yours is way bigger though, right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I mean, Australia is, yeah, yeah. It's a good size, I guess, as far as <laughs> islands go. But um, what... We did have to take a ferry to get to the island. You know, you drive on your... Have you ever been on a ferry before, Morgan? Have I been on a ferry? Yes. Yeah, no, I, I think so. Um, oh. Yeah. yeah. Wait, so yeah. Where, where was this? Was this in Washington? Yeah, yeah. So it's about 30 minutes north of Seattle. Then you would uh, take a ferry... To get to the island, and then we're about a 15-minute drive off the ferry boat to to our home home island. And we actually were raised on a, a golf course, just middle of you know seven siblings. So anytime that we didn't see golfers, we kind of run up there and you know put around putting contests. And that's fantastic. I, uh, I I went and did that exact thing yesterday. I snuck onto a golf course with my brother, and we we had like a putting and chipping contest for two hours. <laughs> we had a ping pong table in the backyard, wiffle ball, wiffle ball. You name this, you know, indoor basketball. You name it. We were just getting after it. Yeah, that's fantastic. So, what was the name of the island? Woodby Island. Woodby. Yeah, Woodby Island. You would drive your your car onto the ferry and. About a 15-minute crossing. Yeah. Would be on the mainland if it wasn't an island, something like that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess you could say that. But, uh, you know, it, the, it's, it's kind of known for like a, a Navy base on the north side of the island. A lot of people live on the north side, but we we're on the south side where not too many people uh, lived. And actually, there was only one fast food restaurant. Can you name the one fast food restaurant that was on this side of the island? Ooh. Putting you on the spot, Morgan. Come on. Oh, I'm guessing it's in and out What? No. <laughs> well, I don't know. Morgan, who are we? What's our favorite fast food spot? What do we always talk about? Oh, oh, oh. Um, uh, Red Robin? What? <laughs> no, McDonald's. McDonald's. Oh, jeez. What kind of a quack are you? you got to edit this out. Well, okay, okay. No. Dairy Queen. Dairy Queen. Dairy Queen. Okay. Well, look, I. I that's where our blizzards are. That's right. Okay. Well, I, you know, I didn't think that was a fast food chain. Come on, you got to know your audience. It seems like uh, that's more of like an ice cream shop, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's mostly kind of known for the ice cream. I know a lot of them in Arizona just have the ice cream, but actually some other ones have food too. So they have like you know the typical chicken strips and fries and hamburgers and that sort of okay. thing. So. Luckily, ours had both food and ice cream, so we were constantly satisfied. This is where this is where it all went wrong, isn't it? This is- oh, this, uh, 
you know, no one's really ever called us fast on the court because I think we've had so much Dairy Queen in our lifetime that we're a little bogged down from it. <laughs> all the blizzards. All the blizzards and ice cream really goes to like our hips and our waist. So uh, we haven't really been called fast on the court, but... Lindsay Newman, you are the Dairy Queen. Let's be honest. Yeah. I am the Dairy Queen. <laughs> Riley, you get to be King, Dairy King, I don't know, whatever that is. Yeah. <laughs> but, I gotta get it sponsorship by Dairy Queen. That's, yeah. that's what I'm you, on. You really should. Once they listen to the uh, this podcast, I feel like you know, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be fired. But, yeah, um, we'll get a lot of calls. <laughs> There's an open sleeve on my shirt, so I just wait for the DQ patch. We're going to take a quick break there for a little quick tip from our sponsor at Coach Me Pickleball. Practice makes perfect, right? My name is Morgan Evans, and I have to tell you that practice doesn't make perfect. Perfect practice makes progress. That's why we've created Coach Me Pickleball. At Coach Me Pickleball, you'll find an extensive and growing library of lessons on topics covering every aspect of pickleball for every level of player. For one small monthly fee, you'll get access to every video in our library with new content added every month. Check out coachmepickleball.com to sign up for a free seven-day membership. Ah, that's good stuff there. Okay, let's get back to the interview. As a team, and I'm just throwing myself in the mix there because I've, I've done a little bit of coaching for you, but we've talked about your nutrition and what kind of things you you eat during competition, before competition. Mm-hmm. Has it had any effect at all? Do you still generally go for you know McDonald's breakfasts or Dairy Queen breakfast? <laughs> well, Dairy Queen doesn't serve breakfast, so we won't go to Dairy Queen for breakfast, that's for sure. Okay. Before we had our, our chat with you, we definitely hit up the McDonald's drive through quite a bit and things of that nature. After we had our sit down with you, we did make a very conscious effort to try to be a little better. I don't know how we would rate ourselves on that. I think we're certainly better. I think we're doing a better job of definitely hydrating before and after matches, having some of those nutritional bars. We both bought B12 vitamins. I think it was B12 vitamins, right? Oh, good. Now, did you actually put them in your mouth and swallow them? Because they don't work if they just sit in the bottle. Yeah. Well, no, because we only like the chewy kind. Oh. We bought the chewy kind because it reminds us of candy. Oh, Flintstones chewable vitamin B. Yeah. So we actually bought some B12 vitamins. I know Riley went to the store and got those um Honey. those zinger yeah. things or whatever so, so you know we're trying you know typically you just have to tell us once or, or 10 times to do something before we actually do it oh you too firstly how old are you exactly i know you, a lot of people think you're twins but you're not actually twins are you no we're not i'm 29 and riley is 26 almost 27 Ooh, riley got a birthday coming up yep i'll be 27 in june um so hopefully it'll be a, it'll be a good year for me well we're all just hoping that um everyone on this podcast currently is going to survive until till june I, I feel like we've got a good chance right that's oh, true <laughs> preach preach it yeah <laughs> well in that case you haven't hit the big neither one of you have hit 30 yet and that's where a lot of people say you know metabolism start changing a little bit and I, that's when i first started to have to kind of take my diet somewhat seriously and i still don't that badly but during competition times i think i think we always usually just go with the the quicker option but now we're realizing you know playing seven eight matches a day against these 
tough, tough teams. We're realizing that McDonald's egg McMuffins in the mornings are not going to cut it until 5 p.m. So um, thanks to the, the ME coaching, uh, where we're doing a little better job. Of that. Oh, God, I don't even have to do my own plugs anymore. It's brilliant. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Riley, I have a question. So growing up playing tennis, you, you played against Mr., uh, Mr. McGuffin a few times. What was it like playing against him? as a tennis player and then, you know, finally playing against him in pickleball and then teaming up with him. Yeah. I played against him once. Uh, it was at the Bellingham open, but I remember it like it was yesterday. We would actually play for like some cash prizes. So we all graduated college by that point. And it was in the summer. I remember the, the one match, you know, it was in the finals, of course, because Tyson's going to be in the finals. And it was a, it was a three to four hour long, long match. Just the longest points you could ever imagine. Just, <laughs> Grinding out, I think Tyson went through about seven different t-shirts, still wearing the short shorts that he's known for today. Wow. It was a battle. It was an absolute battle. He actually ended up winning it. So you're welcome for that, Tyson. I think he got the better of me on that one. Aww. No, it was really fun playing against him. He was an absolute warrior. Just what you see in pickleball. You know, it was like that in tennis too. And so <laughs> when uh, when he asked the partners for 2020, I knew that uh, it was going to be a fun ride. So, so far, I'm enjoying it. I remember back in 2000. I think early 2019, uh, talking to him about the sort of future and uh, posing the question to him, you know, if we, if he and I weren't playing together, who do I, who does he think would be a good pick? And, you know, your name came up a few times. There was a few other players he, he was kind of looking at. I know Mr. L- Mr. Lung thought mm-hmm. uh, they, those two were going to play a few. But um, when you look at the the kind of, core willpower and drive that you both kind of share on the court it does seem like there's a unanimous you know never say die spirit Mm -hmm. that uh that drives you and you've already had some great results so good job guys jeez right yeah that's definitely one of our strengths is you know um i know that tyson's going to bring it mentally and physically every match and so then i can kind of worry about myself on my end of the court where if i focus on me i know that tyson will do his job and i know that you know, the results will come if we just both take care of what we can control on the court. And Tyson's a, he's a warrior man. So I've, I've enjoyed playing. I think we've done four tournaments this year and, you know, each tournament we've got on the podium and got a gold under our name so far. So, um, you know, after your 2019 Hawaii open gold, I couldn't come back with anything less than that after you set, you set the bar so high. So I had to come up with a gold myself. And you did. He's, uh, it's very impressive. It's, it's an interesting tournament out there. Um, did you find the humidity to be kind of, well, I didn't come to this one, obviously, but better or worse than uh, U.S. Open or Atlanta? Oh, I think it was way, it wasn't nearly as bad, I thought. I thought the U.S. Open is probably the worst tournament for humidity-wise. Yeah. Um, I think Riley and I both kind of struggled last year with it. It wasn't, Hawaii, it wasn't too bad this year. You know, it was probably about 30 to 40% humidity. Um, oh, it was nice. about 70 degrees. It was, you know, it had that ocean air coming off. Um, it was, it was really nice. That sounds lovely. I think it's time for another episode of Pickleball Trivia. Welcome to Pickleball Trivia. I've got a couple of contestants on the line ready to do battle. Firstly, we've got Jane Paulson from Portland. How you doing, Jane? Great. Thanks for having me, Morgan. Pleasure. Pleasure. How you've been uh, spending your time during this, this tough time, let's be honest. 
doing what you got to do, doing my work, you know, trying to deal with a teenager who has baby-like hours up at night, sleeping during the day, working on that. Oh, that doesn't sound like fun. <laughs> Sounds like a teenager, right? So, yeah. <laughs> well, hang in there. Hang in there. Your opponent today is none other than Mr. Matthew Sparks from Ohio. How you doing, Matthew? Doing great, Morgan. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. Are you feeling confident about your chances against uh, against Jane? Not at all. Okay, well, at least you're honest. Jeez. <laughs> okay, well, so this is Pickleball Trivia. Contestant number one will be Jane. You will have the serve to start with. You'll be asked a pickleball-related question. If you get it right, you keep the serve, get your point, and you move on to answer more questions. If you get it wrong, unfortunately, or you pass, then it is a side-out. And Matthew will have a chance to score. First player to get to five points has bragging rights and a essentially priceless Selkirk gift voucher. It could be millions. It could be $20, but it might be substantially more. Who knows? Are you ready to do battle? Ready. Ready. Fantastic. Okay. Bring it, Morgan. Oh, it'll be brought. You don't even have to worry <laughs> about that. <laughs> All right, Jane. This first question is for you. The Nasty Nelson is named after which player? Do I get a multiple choice? No. I mean, you could, but I would have to literally list every player, and there's a lot of us. Yeah. Charles Nelson. Charles Nelson. I have not met Charles. Uh, unfortunately, that is incorrect, <laughs> which means, Matthew, you get a, you get a chance to steal the point and take the serve. Nasty Nelson, named after which player? I will pass. I have no clue. Okay, so, you know, passing would mean it'd be going back to her. You could just, you might just get it right. Nothing to lose. Bob Nelson. Bob, ooh, inches away from greatness. Bob uh, couldn't make it, unfortunately. It is Tim Nelson. Ah. Oh, well, okay, so no points, but that means, Jane, you keep the serve. Oh, excellent. Still on serve. Yeah, you're still on serve. Don't you worry. Who were the three gentlemen that were said to have invented the game of pickleball? Oh my gosh, these are hard questions. I'm so sorry. I would say Joel Pritchard, Bill Bell, and Barney McCollum. Congratulations. Whoop, whoop. Well done. You are on the board. I am proud of you. Thank you very much. Next question for you, Jane. With the nickname. El Condor, which player was recently admitted into the Pickleball Hall of Fame? He's from our area. Um, yes. The, uh, yes. Um, can I check my Facebook friends? How long do I get? No, no, you do not. You have five seconds, four. Three. I feel like if it's on the tip of your tongue. Enrique Ruiz. Oh, did you check your Facebook? I wouldn't. No, I did not. Okay, we'll give it to you. All I right. couldn't do it that fast. <laughs> the millions of friends, you know, I just wouldn't load that fast. Fair enough. Well, congratulations. You get the point and you continue. I play with him. I should know that, right? And it turns out you did. First time I played with him, he did, this may shock people, drop shot return, then lobbed over our heads. I could barely play pickleball. He had fun, though. Okay. Well, as long as he had fun, that's the important thing. It was fun. <laughs> it was quite an introduction. All right. Okay, so you get to continue here. Yoda refers to which famous pickleball player? There's another one I know. Uh, Friedenberg. Yeah, could it be more specific? That's not, you know, it's not like Heisenberg from uh, Breaking Bad. He, he has a first name. 
and we will need it. I can't go with Yoda Friedenberg. <laughs> no. <laughs> I got the Friedenberg. Yeah, yeah. No, you did. You did. That doesn't count. And I'm, and I'm, you know, I'm semi proud of you. All right. Do I? Do, should I throw it out there since I already lose if I don't get it? I would. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Mark Friedenberg. Oh, you got it. Boom, boom. See, I played against him too once. He's a great player. He is a good player. He's, it's, he's deceptive. Very deceptive. And that the short hop return. I actually did that to him in an indoor tournament, literally, I think, two or three months before he needed to, uh, to have hip surgery. I think two or three times. In a row. I felt like a horrible person, but... Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that means you get to continue here. You're only two points away from victory. Uh, we've never had a shutout, so... Matthew, we're going to have to get you back in the game somehow. I haven't even served yet. <laughs> this is true. Well, you had a chance to steal a point and serve, but... Uh... That is true, but yeah. <laughs> Billie Jean King and Bobby Riggs played a legendary tennis match called the Battle of the Sexes in 1973. In 2017, two pickleball players attempted the same feat. Who were they? Simone Jardim and Scott Moore. Jane, you're a machine. Well, I happen to have watched that one. You know, Morgan, I'm kind of new to pickleball, newer now compared, but, you know, so I watched it. You watched it. Very good. Very good. All right. Well, that means you're only one point away from a complete shutout. (laughs) Now he's looking for a, a stumper. No, 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 no. All right. For the win, what is my middle name? That's a pickleball related question. I appreciate the background help. Um... Daniel. Daniel, no, no, that's a different uh, pickleball person. Matthew, uh, this is, might be asking a lot, but I believe in you. I'm going to say between Morgan Evans, Daniel would sound really good. Okay, so you do know Jane went with Daniel. Oh, no, I didn't. No, I was saying <laughs> she, she did a good oh, guess. So that sounded good. So my guess would be James, my son's middle name. Let's hope it's that. Ah, okay. It is unfortunately not James. It is actually Morgan. Oh, uh, it's, it's a weird one. I know. So, I what's know. your first name, or are you Morgan Morgan? That would be weird, wouldn't it? Um, no, <laughs> actually, my first name is Robert. I should have known that if I knew my history. Yeah, Robert Morgan Evans. All right. So, Jane, that means you keep the serve. Who won the women's senior pro singles in the original U.S. Open? The very first inaugural. Do I get a year? No, it was the first year. I mean, I could tell you which, which year was the first year. Okay, that would help. It, it was 2015. Oh, 2015? Sorry, no, 2016. Sorry, my bad. Oh, 2016. Cammie McGregor. It was not, unfortunately. Incorrect. <sighs> Matthew, you get a chance to steal this one. You said senior? Yes. Longcore. You're going with Jen Lacour? Yes. Unfortunately, that is incorrect. Correct answer is Bonnie Williams. Wow, um, go Bonnie. I should have got that. She's from here. Yeah, Jane, I was with you. I really thought you had a chance to close I it out. I know it. Luckily, you keep the serve, and you still have a chance to win this. All right. What year was the first ever official pickleball tournament? Oh, my gosh. Um... 1984. That is incorrect. You were just, you know, just throwing darts in the dark, weren't you? Yeah. <laughs> All right. That means, Matthew, you get a chance here, bud. What year? 1976. 
The year I was born. Let's go with that. 76? That is correct. Yeah! Congratulations. Did you guess that? Did you? I mean, did you know that? Did you guess it? I guessed it. It's the year I was born. Okay. Well, that's, that was a good year. Good year for Pickleball. Good year for Matthews. All right. Very nice. That means you are on the board and you get a chance to close the gap. Right now, we've got Jane with four points. You have one. At least I'm on the board. You are, yeah. <laughs> All right. In a typical game to 11, each side is allowed two timeouts. However, how many, side, how many timeouts are allowed in a game to 15? I'm going to say still, oh, one game. Yeah, still two timeouts. Got it. I've stumped a few people on that one. Well done. Well done. Congratulations. That is correct. So you're Thank moving you. on. Another chance. Which major network was first to air a major pickleball championship? I'm hoping it's CBS. Sports. That is correct. All right. Yes. Oh, and you added in the uh, the sports bit. That, that's that's crucial. Well, it wasn't on like major, like regular CBS. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, definitely not. All right, and the next question for you. You're doing well. You feel like you're on a bit of a run? You feeling confident? Yeah, I feel some confidence now. Good man, good man. Okay. What is the maximum total dimension of a USAPA-approved pickleball paddle? So this is the total dimension, length plus width. 27. 27 is incorrect, unfortunately. Ah, jeez. I had high hopes for you, mate. High hopes. I don't think Jane's going to get this one wrong. I think she knows her math, but I could be wrong. Jane, you have a chance to steal the point and the win, the maximum total dimensions. 19. 19. Unfortunately, that is incorrect as well. I'm so sorry, Jane. You had a chance to finish it? it. It is 24 inches. That was my first guess. Go with your first guess. You've got to go with your first that? one. <laughs> I know. Oh. Okay. That means, Matthew, you keep the serve. All right. And a chance to continue points. All right. With a booming voice, which famous referee is originally from Ghana? Oh, I can see him in my head. Um, oh, and I'm, she's going to get this. Um, I can't think of his name. I've actually, in Michigan, he refed one of my, one of my matches at the Beer City Open, but I can't think of his name. You're going to throw out a guess there? I No, because I don't want to mispronounce it to the point where it's embarrassing. So I will pass. Fair enough. Well, there's, there's chivalry in that. There's, there's honor in, in not mispronouncing his name. Okay, this means, Jane, you got a chance for the win. Who is it? Byron Fresco. Byron Fresco for the win. Congratulations. Byron. Jane Paulson from Portland. You are now basically the pride of Portland. <laughs> I appreciate that. Well done. Matthew, unfortunately, no prizes for you, but did you have fun anyway? I had an absolute blast. Thank you so much. Good stuff. Whatever we can do to uh, pass the time and give people something light to listen to. Thanks for doing it, Morgan. Pleasure. Thank you both for, uh, for coming on, and we'll see you again soon. On the courts, hopefully. On the courts. Cheers. Take care. All right. Take care, guys. Cheers. That was Pickleball Trivia. I've seen better, seen worse. Let's get back to the Newmans. So for you two, growing up, obviously, up in the Pacific Northwest, 
when you do going to have to play tournaments like out in Atlanta or Naples, Florida, do you find that your body doesn't react well? You have to do different things, um, especially when the ball is so soft and the rallies go for so much longer. Does it change anything, anything for you too? I don't think so. I mean, I think Ryle and I are kind of the last people we think to make, I don't want to say excuses, but just kind of, um, well, I guess excuses is the right word. <laughs> I, I mean, for us, it's like, you know, we're not the only people that have to deal with the humidity or the court conditions or, you know, this and that. And so, you know, if, if we can't control it, it's going to be something that we're really not going to worry about. We're out there to do one job and that's to win. So whatever it takes to do that, whether it's playing in a lot of humidity, whether it's playing in a lot of wind or, you know, about the different kind of ball that we're going to use. I mean, that stuff really doesn't come on our radar. It's really not stuff we worry about. I think one thing we were going to do this year, as opposed to different from other years, I was trying to get Lindsay to go out to Florida a little bit earlier than normal. Give us, gives ourselves just a couple of days, have the body acclimate to that humidity. Cause it is, it is tough. I mean, coming from Arizona, it's just the dry heat. Yeah. So I really wanted her to get out there a couple of days earlier before the event. And so I think I was on the right track. Uh, then obviously, you know, the tournaments have canceled, but uh, I think going out a couple of days earlier, you know, getting used to it really helps the body. Oh, it's a huge, huge benefit. And Riley, I know you, well, you both play singles as well. Were you planning on playing uh, singles at the US Open? Actually, I was not. No, uh, I was not going to play singles and just kind of focus on men's dubs and, and mix. Well, both of those, you certainly have a very good chance to win. But I'd be sad if I didn't see you play singles anymore, mate. It's a, you, you had a good run. <laughs> I know. I've, I know. Yeah, even World Florida, you know, got on the podium there. But, you know, to be honest, it's just it's such a grind in singles. And, you know, I kind of have a bum knee from basketball. It's an old basketball injury. And, you know, usually singles events are the the first tournament draws of the weekend. So then it's like I'm breaking my body and then I'm I'm tired and sore for my my epic men's and mixed matches. So it just makes more sense to just kind of cool it a little bit with the singles and just focus on men's and mix. Good man. I, I came to the same conclusion, I think, in 2016, something like mm-hmm. that. Uh, it was just too much of a, a tax, and I couldn't, and I felt like I couldn't give my best game in doubles, which would, you know, in, in turn be letting mm-hmm. my partner down. Exactly. Um, sure. And the prize money usually is not as good as the doubles. So it's like you break your body for less dough, doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, it's, it's a whole lot less uh, Dairy Queen. <laughs> and that means a lot to us you know that <laughs> it does it is amazing <laughs> you too one thing I, I realized about you too early on is you know with having uh, so many siblings big household there's what nine of you ten of you there's seven of us kids and a couple of adults somewhere along the lines i'm hoping and our two parents yeah so nine nine newmans total yeah so the kind of hunger that you know, and I don't mean physical, maybe maybe physically as well at some point. Well, that's true, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the kind of drive to, you know, to one-up, you know, in this case, just your siblings, but mm-hmm. um, there's, a, there's a hunger that a lot of people won't ever experience unless they have to. And you look at yeah. kind of Eastern European tennis players, for example, um, mm-hmm. who, who, you know, often their, their profession is a way to get out of poverty and i'm yeah. not saying you guys were in that exact situation but it looks it would appear that it's kind of added to your drive um and kind of determination to 
put you know slightly higher quality meals on the table hopefully yeah i mean i think you know we've always been very open that you know we grew up with mostly like only my dad working and like we talked i mean there was seven of us kids and my mom and dad and we had we had such a blessed childhood and we absolutely loved every single second of it but growing up in such a big competitive family it really was like you know the hunger games meaning you know, you're always trying to outdo the next person. You never want to be last. You always want to be first. And that sort of mentality has really stuck with us throughout our entire lives of playing sports and even just doing other things. That's kind of one of the the reasons why we have done as, I guess, kind of well as we have is because we just are so obsessed with trying to be the best and Uh, knowing that we'll spend six hours on a court to get the desired outcome we want. And there is not anything that we won't do. And and even like going back to the dinner, like dinner stuff, like, you know, there'd be seven siblings. So you go in, line up for your spaghetti, right? And everyone files through. You're usually pushing because you want to get the first batch. And if you don't, you got to really eat quickly because if you don't, eat quickly. Well then shoot, you're not going to get seconds. So everything you did was it at the dinner table on the, the, the sports courts. It was always, uh, you're looking over your shoulder with your siblings and just, yeah. you it was know, constant. Ultra competitive. I mean, even we had a basketball hoop in the living room growing up and, you know, to determine who had to brush their teeth first, we would do free throw competitions with a little plastic orange ball. And like, you know, it was one thing my parents instilled in us was, you know, being competitive and wanting to win and that drive to absolutely, you know, do whatever it took to win. And so, I mean, that was something they, they started really early on. And it's something that even us being outside of the house and being on our own is something we haven't lost yet. So essentially your uh, advice to all your fans is that if you want your kids to really succeed in life and make sure you have at least seven of them. Well, I mean, I would say at least, you know, put a basketball hoop in the living room. (laughs) Maybe not, don't make enough for seconds, make them fight over it, you know, that sort of thing. You guys should write a book. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I don't know how many copies you would sell. Yeah, yeah, the Newman's Guide to Life and Pickleball. Yeah, Yeah. I know, well, I think we'll have pretty competitive kids, that's for sure. No doubt. All right, now. We're going to move into a little bit of a uh, sibling rivalry game show here. As you know, I've asked you both to to come up with some questions that you think might stump the other person. Uh, I'm going to go back and forth, and we're going to see who comes out on top. See who who knows each other best. Okay. Okay. Now, Morgan, if you had to guess, who would come out on top in this game? Well, geez, I'm going to say Haley. Haley. You're playing the mutual card. Yeah. I play that all the time. I'm, I'm going to split the difference. Somehow she's going to turn up and win. Oh, come on. Yeah, I'm going to go with Switzerland on this one. Um, no, if I was to guess, I would, I would usually go with the older sibling. All right, well, you better keep the scoreboard tallies over there. Keep it for sure. This is not going to be for fun, that's for sure. (laughs) All right, Riley, are you ready? Let's do it. What was the make and model of Lindsay's very first car? I'm pretty sure it was a a green Kia Forte. Is that correct? 
He got the green right. It was actually a green Ford Focus oh, that I spent my own hardworking money on. Well, do I get a half a point for that? Mm, I don't know. No. no chance. Sorry. She's competitive. <laughs> no, no, no. Ooh, good question. All right. Okay, Lindsay, what is Riley's go-to in and out order? Ooh, I'm actually pretty confident on this one. Okay. I'm going to say a strawberry milkshake. And then I'll say a double-double plane. All right. Tell me, Riley. And she got partial points as well. She forgot the French fries on top of that. Uh, So just like I didn't get the whole point, she doesn't get it. (laughs) What? I have a funny feeling I know how the rest of this game is going to go. Riley, your next question. What was the very first concert Lindsay went to? And you get a bonus point uh, if you can guess who she was with. And Morgan, I will just say, I recently did a little questionnaire and it was all over Facebook. So Riley, I actually should have known this answer if you read the little tidbit that was featured on Facebook. Ooh, I think I just saw it too. Um, <laughs> I think it's a, you know, I'm going to go with the initials of BS, Britney Spears. <laughs> Do you want to guess who I went with, if that's correct? Uh Gonna go with Remember that's just a bonus point. It is just a bonus point. Actually, I don't want to give him that option. Uh Britney Spears <laughs> was my very first concert. Oh, I got it right. I'm on the board. All right. Riley is in the lead. Dang, that hurts. Love it. Okay, Lindsay, where is Riley's dream professional tennis tournament to attend to in person? Ooh. You know what, Morgan? Just because it's you, I'm going to say the Aussie Open. Oh, that was so bad of an <laughs> accent. So bad. That was so what? bad. So oh, that was Lindsay. You, 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 you lose points for that. Yeah. That's, uh, I honestly that's, thought I was that's... like a native of Australia. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, in fairness, you if you went there and you didn't say anything to anybody, I think a lot of them would think you are Aussie. You, you have the look of, of us. Certificate. Thank you. I think oh. I would, and then I would throw in the act, and then I'd throw in my natural accent, and they would be like, "Oh my gosh, I feel like you're my next door neighbor." Uh, there's no points for that. You, you've lost seven points already. No. Morgan, Morgan, don't give her pity points, all right? But she, she, she is correct. The Aussie <laughs> Open in Melbourne. I, I have got to go. It is on my list in the next few years here. Yeah. Very good. Okay, so that's one point apiece with two questions remaining. Okay. okay Tied it up. All right, Lindsay. What is Riley's next big purchase for his new house in Arizona? Ooh, that's a good question. You know, I've been bugging him so much about redoing and upgrading his kitchen. And me being the wonderful sister that I am, I offered to help him with that. So I'm going to say it is a new kitchen remodel. New kitchen remodel. What? Oh. <laughs> Are you serious? I was. The kitchen part's right, but the the number one thing I want to do is get a hot tub in my backyard. Oh, okay. Well, what is it, Morgan? Because he said the kitchen was right, but then he said he wants a hot tub. Like that? No, wrong. (laughs) (laughs) You two are terrible. Oh Oh, my god! No points. No points awarded. Okay, so that's hot tub, right? (laughs) Hot tub. I got to get one. Why do you want to get one, Riley? Who's going to be in there? Ooh, ooh, this is t- this is taking a turn. Isn't it? <laughs> you know, uh, I'm a single bachelor living up in my own house. I think I just need some company. I know, but what kind of company? I don't think you need to know that. Well, oh, I think sis. I do. I would like to know who's going to be over there. 
just um, Morgan, are you kind of curious too, or is it just? I'm going to leave this one alone. I, I, oh I, God! Come, come on, on you can't put Next me in question. that. Yeah, come on, a man, oh, a man's question. man cave is his own. He, That's he's right. got to be, uh-huh. you know. Bros before hoes. Yes, and I don't I think we're okay. <laughs> I think we're okay with editing there. That should be fine. Everyone knows that expression. Oh, <laughs> get it out of here. oh, oh you too. We're going to do this again next week. <laughs> uh, okay, we're moving on. We've got questions to ask here, people. All right, over to Riley. What is Lindsay's favorite carnival or fair ride? Oof, carnival fair ride. I really know she loves a good old-fashioned bumper cars. Bumper cars. All right. Is that correct, Lindsay? No, it's oh. the Scrambler. The only one on the island. Yeah, but with the bumper cars, you always, like, try to hit we didn't, people and, like, you get well, really na- like, nasty with it. <laughs> bumper cars, I, will not, I won't lie, was a close second or third, but it's definitely the Scrambler. It was a classic at the Island County Fair. Oh, the old Island County Fair. Where dozens of people came to hang out, I imagine. Dozens and dozens. Dozens. Stand in line to watch the Newmans throw down all the milk bottles you could imagine. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're on to the last questions here, guys. Okay, so we're both tied, right? One, one. Yeah, yeah, you've got one each. Okay. Lindsay, this is for you. What is Riley's favorite thing to do in his hometown of Seattle? (laughs) Well, first of all, Seattle is not his hometown. It's right next to (laughs) Okay, this question is rigged. His favorite thing, uh, I will say, Riley's favorite thing is to attend the M's games. Oh, Go Mariners. Rats, she got it. Shoot. <laughs> she got it. Oh, Lindsay, congratulations. Oh, coming in hot. That is impressive. Our family are big, big baseball people. She got it. So, okay, point awarded. Okay, Lindsay's got the point. This means, Riley, the best you can do is tie here. Okay. It's not easy. Always settling for ties in the family. <laughs> <laughs> but you may get to eat, so. That's true. Yeah, she is making tacos after this, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Riley. What is Lindsay's favorite meal that mum makes? <sighs> favorite meal that mom makes? Well, I don't know if it's the favorite, but I know we had it probably four out of seven days a week, just because it's the easiest to make. But I am going to go with corn weenie noodle, <laughs> which is pasta. Corn weenie spaghetti. All right. Is that correct? Wow. I'm shocked you got that. Okay. And we have a tie. That's correct. Oh, this is perfect. Stupid. Morgan, have you ever had a corn weenie noodle meal? I, I can honestly tell you I definitely have not had a corn weenie noodle. Wow. That's a bummer. Next time you're on Whidbey Island. Hit us up and you can have okay. a Newman classic. <laughs> Definitely not healthy. I will. <laughs> it feeds okay, a lot of people. I will write that deep. down. Do you think, uh, Lindsay, when uh, when you start making these babies, are you going to be um, cr- you know creating that culinary masterpiece for your kids? Uh, yeah, you know, um, I I don't I don't know if corn weenie noodle will be on the menu. Um, you know, unless we have a big family affair going on here. Uh, you know, I think because of your inspiration, Morgan, I'm going to feed my kids only organic green leaf vegetables. Oh my, okay, I never said that. I said, <laughs> yeah. That's what it sounded like coming out of your mouth to us. <laughs> okay, well, you don't catch me eating too many organic green leaf vegetables. Oh, uh, but what I do 
have in the morning, every, well, basically every morning, is like a, a super greens powder. And I mix it with a, a, an amino acid thing so it tastes okay. So I get like two or three serves of, of greens in this little powder form. It saves me having to worry about stuff like broccoli. But you don't actually put like kale or spinach? Oh, no. Oh. No. It's all in there. It's all It's all in there. But I don't want to put, you know, sprouts or broccoli is it like really in there though? If it's just like yeah, a powder? Yeah. I mean, I trust the label. You know, it's pretty good. It gets good reviews. Okay. <laughs> okay. Good. I'll well, that's you. that's the key to any good coach. Just just trust me. Do 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 what I say, not what I do, really. <laughs> okay. I got it. Won't argue. Good girl. Well, I appreciate. It. Guys, this has been way too much fun. You're gonna happy to be coming back. Do it again sometime. Absolutely. Anytime. Awesome. Fantastic. We will see you again soon. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been Team Newman, Riley and Lindsay Newman, the power couple, power sibling. We'll definitely call it power sibling, shall we? It's sibling, for sure. All right. Thank you. Thank Thanks, you. Morgan. All right. Appreciate you having us. <laughs> no worries. Take care, guys. Stay safe. That was the Newmans. I'm Morgan Evans, and this has been More or Less Pickleball. This podcast is powered by Selkirk. So, as is a message to Forrest, I need you to edit that entire thing.